chapter 6, Proverbs chapter 6. Mother's Day is always an interesting day to to address from the pulpit. Because we all have different relationships with our moms. Most of us had good relationships. Some of you did not have a good relationship. Some of you are facing Mother's Day for the very first year without your mom. Others of you have wanted to be a mom and not conceived, and you feel somehow cheated and and just kind of left out of this day. I remember one time I was talking to a lady who was telling me about their mother who had recently passed away, and this lady said to me, Pastor Jerry, our relationship was just really complicated. And I thought about that for a moment. Complicated relationships. And we all know one of the most difficult aspects of our mom's passing is that there'll never be another chance to fully resolve maybe that tension that existed between you and your mom. And I start this message with that example because that's what real life's about. None of us had perfect moms. None of you are perfect moms. All of our relationships with each other really are are nuanced. They're layered, and I like that word, they're complicated. Have you ever loved someone and hated them at the same time? You know what I'm talking about. You know, sometimes I think, man, it would be best if we were more binary. We're all either good or all either bad. But that's not the way it is. We all have a little bit of each of those aspects in us. Because we are born into sin. We are sinful creations. But we have God's image stamped in us. And as we yield to the Holy Spirit, as we make Jesus the Lord of our life, we have this wonderful Christ-like attitude in us as well. So our lives are complicated. Your relationship with your mom was complicated Because perfect moms and dads existed only in the 1950s as we watch the cleavers on television, black and white, the cleavers. Oh man, my dad never came to the dinner table with a tie. I don't know about yours, but... I think it's important for us to remember the complexity of relationships today. On this day, Mother's Day, that we celebrate moms. You know, it's the day that we honor one person and the relationship we had with them. Because the one thing we all have in common is we had a mom. Every one of us. Whether she was a good mom or not so good, we did have a mom. And candidly speaking, again, this is not an easy day for everyone. A day of sadness, a day of renewed mourning, uh, maybe a day of regret for past mistakes or missed opportunities, or just a day that we can celebrate because of all that our mothers poured into us. And I hope out of Proverbs today, I have found a message where you and I can give honor to those that we owe our very existence, not just today with a card or, you know, a carnation, but really every day with our actions and our attitudes. 
Proverbs chapter 6, why don't we stand as we read the word of God today. Proverbs chapter 6, beginning with verse number 20. My son, my daughter, again, this word son in the original is not gender specific. So we can read it, my children, we're not doing anything wrong with the text by saying that. So it applies to all of us. Keep your father's command and do not forsake your mother's teaching. Bind them always on your heart. Fasten them around your neck. When you walk, they will guide you. When you sleep, they will watch over you. And when you are awake, they'll speak to you. For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light and correction and instruction are the way to life. Heavenly Father, we thank you for these few minutes that we have to look into your word. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that you've given us, who is our teacher, the one who will enlighten this word to our hearts and to our specific situation. We're all very unique. We've all had a different and perhaps complicated relationship with our moms. But Lord, we want to honor them today. And I pray that you will help us as we unpack these scriptures in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Again, whether you had the greatest mom in the world, which you didn't because I did, <laughs> or maybe your relationship could be classified as the lady that I referred to earlier. Man, my relationship with her was complicated. Either way, out of this text, I think there's three things that you can do today to honor your mom, whether she's a living, uh, alive now or whether she has passed on. And the first is to embrace the best of her lessons. See, every mom comes with their own personality, their own skill set. Some moms are great cooks. Mine wasn't. Some moms are great gardeners. Some moms are very extroverted. Some moms are more private. However your mom was in her own God-given personality, you can embrace some of the lessons she taught you from her own strengths as well as from her own weaknesses. You know, it may be tempting to view your parents through the filter of their failures, Unfortunately, we tend to do that. We see everything the governor does that's wrong. We see everything the president does that is wrong. We see everything our kids do or our spouses do or that our parents did through this filter of negativity. You know, my mom didn't do that. You know, my mom did this. Well, I wish my mom would have done that. And no matter who your parents are, no matter how devoted they were to you, all of us can create a list of their weaknesses. But I warn you not to do that because no parent is perfect. That kind of list really won't help you. It really won't help you honor your parents. Instead, friends, today, take a look at everything your mom did well the good things, everything she taught you by her example. Maybe that was to do your homework. 
Maybe that was to clean your room. Maybe that was to speak with respect or respect older people. Or maybe it was her sense of humor. Maybe it's how she sang in harmony. Maybe it's how she taught you how to flip an omelet. Maybe how to format a, a spreadsheet. Maybe she was an accountant. and Whatever she taught you. The skills and also the values. Don't look at what she didn't have. Embrace the best of her lessons. Uh, this is the only person whom God has chosen more than any other, uh, not just to bring you into the world, but your mother shaped you and formed you into who you are today. So embrace the best of her lessons. She knew things that you needed to know. She had skills that she taught you. So embrace those. This week, I did something kind of fun. I went on Google, and I typed in things my mother taught me. Things my mother taught me. 244 million results. Seriously. You know, it tells you how many hits you get. So things my mother taught me, 244 million. I did not read them all. No, I did not. One person said, my mother taught me religion. She said, you better pray that stain comes out of that carpet. You know? <laughs> One person said, my mother taught me irony. If you keep crying, I'll give you something to cry about. Irony. My mother taught me about anticipation. You wait, Jerry, till your father gets home. Ooh. Or maybe your mom taught you about justice by saying, don't worry, one day you'll have kids, and I hope they turn out just like you. <laughs> yeah. It comes around, doesn't it? You reap what you sow. On a more serious note, seriously, here's some of the things that I found. Uh, mom taught me that no matter how hopeless things may seem, there's always something you can do. Man, that's a good lesson. Mom taught me don't judge others even if you think you know the whole story. That's just a good lesson. Mom taught me to stand up for what's right even if it's not the most popular opinion. My mom taught me to think of others first. Most of us have had that experience where there was one chicken leg left on the platter. <laughs> Mom taught me that running away from your feelings is a race you'll never win. My mom taught me about prayer. I remember her every morning going over the prayer list that she would receive in the mail. My mom taught me how to encourage people. Send notes. I didn't have a perfect mom, but there's some spiritual lessons that I want to embrace today. And I think if you think hard enough, not through the filter of the weaknesses of your mom, but I think the Holy Spirit will show you there were some attributes of your mom, some lessons she taught you that you can embrace. I challenge you every day as you put your strengths into practice as you do well the things that you do well you might want to take a moment and say you know this is something my mom taught me to do thank you mom
embrace the best of her lessons. That's what verse 20 says, isn't it? It says, forsake or do not forsake your mother's teaching. That's really what all that verse is saying. No matter what kind of mom you had, even the complicated relationship kind of mom, embrace the lessons she taught you. Another suggestion that we read here in Proverbs is that we need to follow the best of her examples. The best of her examples. There are things the moms do that they may never, you know, put into words. Things that they may never tell us about or will never know about unless we just take time to really ponder and look and reflect and understand. A lot of that is just the sacrifices moms make. The second mile that they take is often as the second mile is necessary. Run to the Father. We can run to him again and again. Our moms reflect the love of the Father. The second mile. Man, I've sat with moms whose sons have been in prison the majority of their life. Yet those moms are still praying and still believing the best because moms have this special attachment to their kids. There's nothing like a mother's love. We need to follow the best of our mom's example. Somebody said to me not too long ago, I learned forgiveness from watching my mom. She not only forgave me for being a rebellious teenager, but I also saw her forgive my father for the way he treated her and us kids. That man, what a beautiful lesson of forgiveness, the kind of forgiveness that leaves the offense in the past. (laughs) Boy, some of us just need to walk away from those offenses and quit carrying them with us. My pastor, Don Ross, said this week, the way that you handle an offense and a hurt tells you a lot about your own heart. That's really challenged me. And moms often forgive and forget, never bringing things up. That was the examples. I read about a man in Brazil uh, who grew up in extreme poverty beyond our ability to, to even imagine. And he said, is in a, a magazine, The Voice of the Martyrs puts out. He said, I've n- never heard my mom complain, even though my father was an evil man. But I did hear her sing hymns every day as she did her housework. <laughs> Singing hymns, the strength of that Mom taught that son by being grounded in the things of God, grounded in that hope. Moms teach us important lessons through their words and also through their example. Lessons, again, that they might not even be aware that they're teaching us. But they're lessons that you can learn if you're willing to pay attention or if you're willing just to think back and reflect. Lauren Bacall I think she went by Betty. 
She was married to Humphrey Bogart. She was a big movie star, Academy Award winner back in the 40s and 50s. She said, my mother was the greatest example to me of anyone I've ever known. She didn't have an easy life, but I adored her. She worked hard all her life, and she was the one who set my values. She was quite an amazing woman, although she wasn't tough at all. See, we tend to learn through what we observe. We learn by example. That's why every time I dedicate a baby, I meet with the parents ahead of time and explain to them this is really more of a parent dedication than a baby dedication. Because everything that child is going to know about God and Jesus and the life of faith for the first five or six years of their life is what they see in you. Example. I know many of our mothers made it a point to see and to remember and to notice and to follow those kind of examples is what I think the scripture is telling us today. Realizing that no, no mother's perfect But let's not dwell on the imperfections. Let's look at our moms like God looks at us. And aren't you glad that God doesn't just dwell on your weaknesses and your imperfections? You'll learn that Solomon's words about the impact of a mother's example rings true. Verse 22, this is where I pull this point from. It says, when you walk, they will guide you. When you sleep, they will watch over you. When you are awake, they will speak to you. Talking about examples there. So you embrace the best of their lessons, whatever they taught you. You embrace the best of their examples. And thirdly, this is probably the most important, we fill in the gaps with grace. (laughs) We sing that song that we fall into God's grace. And some of you need to use a lot of grace. I understand that. When it comes to honoring your mother today. I read an example this week of a young man who uh, really enjoyed academics. And uh, his mom did not encourage him to go to college. In fact, she discouraged it. She thought college wasn't necessary. Didn't think that he was really college material. So after high school, he followed her leading and got a regular job. And it wasn't until he was in his 30s that he decided to pursue higher education. And he said, for a time, I was resentful that my mom had not been more proactive in leading me in this direction. And I almost felt like I lost a decade of my life. And to my shame, I treated her like I was better than she was. But then I realized that my mom had given me so much. He was just concentrating on the one thing that he didn't get from his mom. His mom had taught him so well. And the Holy Spirit convicted him about complaining about this one thing. And he said, yeah, she could have been more supportive, but her generation... Her lens, her frame of mind did not see that attending college was a necessity. Almost like he was chasing a dream, it was too risky. And then he said this, 
But for me to take offense was very selfish and ungrateful. Again, the way we handle an offense says more about our heart than it does the other person. And that's kind of a mild example maybe, but it, it illustrates the point that I've tried to make throughout this message, and that is none of us had parents who would score 10 on a scale of 1 to 10. I mean, for some of you, that gap is greater than others of us. And your mom might not have given you that attention you needed or the direction you needed or the affection you needed or the encouragement you needed. And you can dwell on those things or you can respond the way that God responds to you. And you can choose to shower your mother with grace. To shower her. I was thinking just this morning, my mom's mother died of tuberculosis when she was about four years old. She never had a permanent home. She went from one home to another home, not in the foster system, just whoever would take her. She was in some good homes and some very abusive homes. The one constant was her dad, my grandpa, who would pick her up. He lived in a logging camp, but he would pick her up every Friday night, have her every Saturday, have her in church every Sunday. He did his best. But I was thinking, you know, that really shaped who she was. She had absolutely really no example of what it was to be a mom. And maybe there was things that shaped your moms. Relationship with you. Let's use a lot of grace today on this Mother's Day. See, sometimes when you understand your mom's so-called mistakes, they become more understandable as you ask the Holy Spirit to show you. Whether it was a single mom or a mom that just didn't maybe have the skills, but she had the love. I wrote on my notes, don't wait until life teaches you its own bitter lessons before you begin to extend grace to others. Don't wait. Let's use grace on this Mother's Day. Another verse from the book of Proverbs is found in chapter 20, verse number 20. It says, if someone curses their father or mother, their lamp will be snuffed out. <laughs> now that, that sounds pretty... Uh, pretty strong, doesn't it? If you don't honor your father and mother, your lamp is going to be snuffed out. Well, let me explain that. Because we can honor our moms today, even though our moms weren't perfect, even though we had a complicated relationship with our moms. I think one good application for us is to take Solomon's words here in Proverbs 20, 20 and say, man, if you spend your whole life making excuses for yourself because you're so invested in blaming your parents, your life is going to go absolutely nowhere. Because that kind of bitterness and hard heart is just going to paralyze you. 
And your life will be snuffed out in the sense you'll be in darkness. Because anytime you just start pointing fingers, that's inevitably where that leads. As Christ followers, our responsibility is to view others through the lens of compassion, through the lens of mercy, through the lens of love. None of our moms were perfect. (laughs) But we can use that grace to fill in the gaps. As the worship team prepares to come back, I I just want to say, Every mother and father I know, every son and daughter I know um, has gone through a season that relationships have been strained. Even the best of our relationships. And that can be difficult and that can be frustrating and complicated. But here's what's not complicated. It's one of the Ten Commandments. It says, honor your father and mother. So I encourage you, no matter what your relationship was with your mother, today on this day, we need to honor our moms. And I'm not saying that you need to pretend like she was perfect, nor does it free you from the responsibility of making your own way, but it does mean the part of what we're to do today as Christ followers is to honor our mom by being the best person we can be. Would you bow your head for just a moment? And I just want to spend a little time allowing the Holy Spirit to take this lesson today and personalize it. Some of your moms I knew. (laughs) That's the benefit of longevity. Some of you have no clue what kind of relationship you had with your mom. But I'm encouraging you on this day to honor her by first of all embracing the best of her lessons. I want you to take just a moment. Don't look through the lens of failure, but ask the Lord to show you some of the lessons that your mom taught you. Then I want you to think about the areas that she was a good example to you. Not the areas that you learned what not to do, but where was your mom a good example? It's there. Let the Lord bring that to the surface today. And then no matter, friends, if you had a good mom or one that struggled. Would you ask the Holy Spirit to help you fill in those gaps with grace and compassion? To treat your mom or the memory of your mom in the very same way that our loving Heavenly Father treats us. Lord, today we thank you for the ability to gather together and to worship you and to look into your word. We thank you today for all women. Thank you, Lord, that you made them equal to men. Thank you, Lord, for the giftings and talents that you placed in women. Thank you for the women who have mothered us, even though 
perhaps they weren't biological moms. And we honor them today. But today we also honor our birth mom, our biological mom. We honor her, Lord, by remembering the good lessons, the good examples. And we ask you to help us, Lord, to fill in the gaps with the grace that you bestowed upon us. We love you and we thank you, Jesus, for your Holy Spirit that guides us and helps us. In Jesus' name, amen.